everybody, and welcome back to Joe Bro Radio, the greatest nerd and pop culture podcast on the internet and all platforms known to man. I am your devilishly handsome and humble host, Gage Pons, joined by my, by my fellow cap. Fuck, I, re- I messed it up. Joined by my fellow casters, Neo Rosano and Cade Mitchell. Say hello, boys. Hello, boys. <laughs> Hi, in the most spooky voice you can imagine. Today, we have an absolutely terrific episode for you, full of fright and wonder. Alright, that's enough of that. There we go. <clears throat> I don't know if I, uh, I can't, I can't hear the, the spooky sounds whenever I play them. It won't let me listen to them. Uh, anyway, uh, I really hope that was a fairly spooky, uh, intro. What'd you guys think of it? I'm terrified. I peed Ter- myself. Absolutely. I'm going to crap my pants about seven times. I th- bone-gripping terror, even, if you will. Uh, anyway, today's episode, uh, we're going to be sharing some very lovely, scary stories. It's Halloween, or it's October, and today we're going to exploit that. We're going to have a spooky month, except for maybe next week, um, to get into the spirit of things, get the jive on Halloween and whatnot. You know, we're going to... I had the idea to compile some scary stories or have us compile scary stories uh and i have a banger in front of me i only have one but neo has some and Cade just knows some things uh knows things about halloween man yeah and knows things so we'll go ahead and we'll we'll get right into it here in just a little bit but we'd like to kick off a little bit of small talk do you boys have anything interesting that you would like to share yes oh please do tell i already i already told you this gauge but uh, so for my Halloween costume this year, I bought one of those giant inflatable dinosaur mm-hmm. costumes. That's great. I yeah no you did uh, we're we're gonna you're the our fellow uh, listeners are gonna be seeing that very soon as well I imagine. Yeah, they will. I'm not gonna tell you why, but you will see it. And hopefully, um, um, it'll attract some new listeners. It 100 percent will. How about you, Cade? Or wait, Neil, were you done? Yeah, that was it. Oh, uh, okay. Really, nothing much, dude. I just, yeah. Nothing. How's your power, power supply? supply? Uh, it, it is. It is still very dead in the corner of the room. Uh, that, that's still dead over there. <laughs> so you yeah. don't have a new one yet? No, not yet. It's gonna be a long time before I get a new one. Jeez. That's okay. I love how being engaged. This instant went through power supply. They got power <laughs> supply, bro. We need to make a uh, you know a tag for Halloween fact, bro. It is birthplace in Ireland. That's crazy. We're gonna make a uh, a tag on the Joe Bro Radio Reddit. If you don't follow that, go check it out. It's gonna be Cade's power, power supply shit post. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a tiny bit of small talk. Um, for my Halloween costume, I'm pretty much going to dress up as Cade again. Yeah, I don't know why uh, you guys do that. <laughs> because, you, because you always wear the same thing. Yeah, yeah now, do I scare children? Okay, for the, for the <laughs> listeners, I want to clarify, Cade wears clean clothes, but his wardrobe is black cargo shorts, some kind of plain t-shirt, and a red flannel. That's what he wears every single day, and the one time he didn't, I thought he was going to shoot up the school. You should, you should expound more on that. <laughs> on the, oh, oh so neighbors like driving a car into my house. So I, <laughs> you know, Kate always wears that. And I said one day to Cade, 
that if he ever shows up in school with like regular pants, that I'm going to be concerned that he's going to hurt people. Uh, like he's there for blood if he's wearing actual pants. He's hi- he's trying to hide something if he's wearing actual pants, pretty much. And unbeknownst to everyone, I didn't know, but Kate had the you had these like interviews that the yeah, school was doing, right? Yeah, yeah. mock interviews. Yeah. So you wore like a button-up shirt and khakis. Like it that was, was like a week. Actually, at the time, that was, yeah, was that was like a week. It was a week after I made that joke, and I walked in. I'm like, "Cade, you okay?" And as soon as <laughs> like the people that heard that joke, as soon as I said that, three people got under their desks. It was oh, so multiple funny. Multiple people were asking me throughout the day if I was feeling all right. Yeah, that's my fault. I even com- teachers. That's that's the sad part. <laughs> I completely just. <laughs> It's such a known thing. And then, yeah, one day in high school, I dressed up as Cade, wore exactly the thing that he does, because I also Dude, have like a red flannel. people did. It wasn't only just and, you. Well, but people. they did it after I did it, okay? <laughs> and then I pretty much just mocked him the whole day, and I never thought anyone was more serious about ripping out my spine than you were that day. Yeah, I was, was going to say, like, you sound like a bully. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I completely... Anyway, no, spines were were being tempted that day. Yeah, so I uh, I'm gonna dress up as Kate as Halloween. I went to the Speakeasy Whiskey Bar on the square yesterday. Saw that. Um, then my second time, I drank too much, uh, <laughs> way too much, and then I continued, or I drank a lot there, and then I drank more when I got home. The evening didn't go so well, but it's fine. I'm better now, mostly, and uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to cast i'm ready to podcast how did not get picked last for uh pickup games in overwatch <laughs> huh somehow didn't get picked last on the yeah no so uh, yeah i came home i was very blitzed and we were playing overwatch and somehow i don't know why but i was never the last person picked for teams i <laughs> i yeah, genuinely that thought that no one would want me but there were some people that were like dude i want frosty like <laughs> yeah, i think i would I think I would have to be blitz to play that. I, I have uh, some issues with Overwatch, but you know, Cade, as time. someone who's an adamant Overwatch hater, being myself, and Cade can attest to this, I hated Overwatch. I'm actually having a really fun time playing that game. I have issues with it's it. it's it's issues I have. it's very fun. All right, all right, this isn't the topic. Let's get into it. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Scary. The game. So, uh, we have scary stories, but um. Before we go and get into that, since Kid doesn't actually have a scary story, uh, you know things about Halloween, you say? My favorite Irish holiday. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about the origins of Halloween. Let's talk about it. Well, uh, well of course, it co- it's Celtic uh, fucking... Uh, I can't find words. I, can't, I don't know how to speak today. It's it's part of the Irish religion, essentially. It, like, you know, it came from, it originated from there. Um... Oh, I have to hold on. Get pause for a second. You guys yeah, speak no, of you, something while I gather my thoughts. Okay. I, I okay. No, I well, <laughs> so okay, you go ahead and compile yourself. I'm gonna go ahead and share the story for uh or the title for my story. Uh, it's called the Russian Sleep Experiment. Oh God. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I figured you. I figured you guys would know what that is. Uh, some of it I am not legally allowed to share on the podcast. It gets a little grim, but there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of bangers in there, and I want to talk about them. 
so the Russian sleep experiment, that is my story. And I totally stole that from a different podcast that will not be named. Uh, how about you, Neil? I knew, you going... that, I, I knew about huh? that experiment before that podcast. Yeah, no, but that's where, that's kind of where I, I mean, I kind of knew about it beforehand, but then that's where I, I got the details from the, uh, uh, non-name brand podcast. But, um, anyway, what are, what, what's how, go and share us a couple of your titles, Neil. Um, my first title is, uh, Church in the Woods. Mm. And, uh, I don't know, I have to pick out one of these ones I have on this website. For clarification, we're not telling our own scary stories. We're just finding ones and uh Yeah, no, we're we've pretty much uh dug up things to like stories that other people have to read. Um and Kate doesn't know how to read, so that's why, you know, he doesn't yeah, have that. that. That is very true. Mm-hmm. I guess He's my second one would probably be uh I thought uh I think you were gonna do this one or we both had this one, but it wasn't a little girl. Yeah, yeah, no, I found that one. That one was pretty interesting. And the one, there's a reason that one sticks out to me, but I'm not going to share why. <laughs> My favorite scary story, like, do you know those short scary stories they have on, like, YouTube and stuff like that? Like, uh, that... Like, creepypastas? Well, no, it wasn't... Well, I mean, creepypastas... It's... Yeah, it's, like, it's there's, the, like, this... Um, it's the, the people who make the short films, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, there's... So there's, yeah. like, this guy who... Yeah narrates these short stories or he's written them and he shares them you know he just tells these tiny these short like five minute long i think like creepy stories and and they're they're really good well the the guy the people i'm talking about actually make short films oh oh wait i i know what you're talking about i mean it's it's like like a prank channel and and, so there's there's this one right there's a specific one where this uh this guy goes he goes into this room and the, the little girl's like hey you know hey, dad can you get me a glass of water and like it, and it's like all realistic it looks like a movie almost and like he's like going to get he's getting water and he's walking back to the room and he like drops the glass all frightened and there's nothing in the hallway or whatever he's like i don't have a daughter <laughs> hey you know one, the this just popped into my head but have you guys ever seen the i think it's called the mandela catalog or something like that yeah that stuff is creepy yeah bro it is a vhs horror film or it's the like yeah it's it's like the vhs uh montifed like horror it like neil i have to show you like it's really creepy but it's really cool Um, you know it's also crazy that halloween was actually like you know wasn't at all what it is today yeah so did you did you compile enough information for that occasion like i i think it would be best if i like spit a little bit of facts in between each story you know i'm saying just get a little bit you know like for example uh it was known beforehand as like halloween hollow's eve as like all saints day to remember people uh, saints that were honored and stuff like that uh Mm -hmm. for like church and stuff like that it was a religious thing but anyways all right well i want to mention like something like so you know what kind of uh like i guess you could say story but uh i'll say like a franchise but not like franchise that has like gotten a lot of like ground that i understand is mm. the back room the back rooms okay yeah i have i have, I have, I have really some hype about that. i have some opinions about the back rooms yeah oh you were just wanting me to go for it yeah yeah we can we can talk okay about, we can talk about back okay rooms. 
so in general, I guess, uh, see, so the, the back rooms is a, a creepy pasta for people who don't know what that is. It's basically just these little horror inventions that people come up with. Sometimes it's like a place like the back rooms, maybe there's monsters involved or, and whatnot, you know, it's, it's just like creepy stuff, you know? Creepy situations. Uh, the back rooms is the analogy made with the back rooms. It's like whenever you like glitch in a video game and you end up like beneath the floor or whatever, you know, when something disappears, the back rooms is basically that in real life, where at some point you'll just slip out of reality randomly, unprovoked, and you'll basically be in the infinite labyrinth of what is a old 90s office building with the buzzing yellow lights and carpet that smells like cigarettes and mildew. And there are and there are and there are supposedly things in the back rooms. It's 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 a bit and nothing's really clear on it because it's not a canon thing, right? Someone made up a general concept for it, and then other people expanded it. I, I'm not... A couple of the horror games that have come from it are pretty interesting, I guess, because I like horror games. But the whole thing, just as what it is, I, it's not that interesting to me. Like, I mean, I kind of like the uh, the supernatural aspect of, like, you can just, like, pop out of reality and you just end up in this creepy place that can't really be understood. But, like, it's just so unclear, and for the most part, it's kind of boring. Like, it's, it's, it's like the kind of horror thing that a child would come up with. Like, it'll scare you at an age, and then when you go past that age, it's just kind of not interesting, you know? Right. And I have a very war-hardened stomach for, for horror. So it's it's just not that it's not that appealing to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just never found it really that interesting. Maybe that, if like, yeah. you know, if if a company like put a lot of I'm not saying that these people don't put their heart and soul into it, but um the qual like some of the some of them have more story than others, some have more scare effect than others, more have more thought out ideas than others, but like generally they're kind of lacking in one department or the other or even multiple departments. Like, even uh, playing them or watching people play them. Like, the fun chase factor is normally in there, which is, like, good. But, like, you know, you can go play, like, Poppy Playtime and get a much better satisfactory experience from that game than uh, Backrooms. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I like the the Backrooms scary games just because, you know, I mean, it's interactive. It's going to scare me no matter what. But, like, the, 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 the story of it, you know, even though there technically isn't one, uh, it's not. It's not really that creative. It's not. It's not. That there was a comedian I was watching earlier today, and he compared like, uh, or he not compared, but uh, he was talking like, uh, how horror is such like a a first world privilege because like, who else is gonna go pay to just get scared? He said to go pay and like feel worse about yourself. And everything uh, like that. And I, I think- just have to look in the mirror. I think describing it as a first world privilege isn't really the right way to say that. I I, I think, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's getting at. Like, what was his counterpoint to that? Like what? They just get scared without having to pay for it. Like like, who chooses to like go 
and like pay to like go see a scary movie and just feel worse and get you scared you know that that was his point well i mean well it's a joke i i kind of i mean i would have to see it but there's a philosophy to horror and horror stories that 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 prompts you to like it right you know uh, or not everyone but like for me there's a reason i like it i enjoy getting scared i don't really feel bad yes that's part uh, yeah that's part of it not in the sexual way just but you know i was gonna say those leather swings must suck no (laughs) (laughs) no no i just uh look not many things like really get the jump on me the only time i get scared in the real world is like when i'm highly focused and someone snaps me out of it and that's that's different you know or when uh, I'm driving. Yeah, or when Neo's driving. Um, <laughs> or when pretty much any other woman on the planet is driving. But basically... There goes half the viewership right I, there. <laughs> I... Huh? I said there goes half the viewership. I'm kidding. Nah, nah. Well, they, there's a couple <laughs> people. They, they, they know who they are. But, yeah, uh... They know who they are. Yeah, like my sister. Uh, my names my, now. <laughs> my middle sister, not going to say her name, but she's going to listen to this and she knows who she is. I want to give you one tip. Please, for the love of God, slow down when you're going to make a turn. Don't speed up. <laughs> anyway. Hey, bro, get there, get there quick or get there alive, you know? No, because <laughs> whatever. We're not going to talk about that. What was I saying beforehand? Oh, All, so I... I like getting. Oh, you go and share your fun facts. You. Oh, I, I, well, I was gonna say, um, it was uh, Halloween was more or less an occasion with uh with fire festivals where they used to have like bonfires to scare Ooh. away evil spirits. I and like at fire. that time, they would write new laws and land pensions uh, and stuff like that for people. Like sounds like a complain there. Sounds like a activity for Neo. But uh, yeah, fire. Oh yeah, fire, bro. Big fire. So fire, I'm. Big. I, I like playing horror games because it's like the the main way that I can get that feeling of sheer adrenaline. But there's a con to that, right? And it's because so I I my I have that fight or flight reflex like everyone does. But and I think I said this in the last episode or something, but it's broken. I don't like I swing when I get scared. <laughs> I fight. Uh and I've broken a few things on occasion because of it <laughs> anyway uh neo how about we go and get into the first story we're about 20 minutes in we haven't made any progress on that all right the first story oh this this was a, a long one the go ahead one I have in the woods all right uh this is from someone on reddit starts off with i grew up in ohio in the 70s me and my childhood friend joe were outside all the time we could manage it Joe lived on a farm that bordered a pretty big forest, and my parents would drop me off in the morning, and we'd stay in the woods all weekend. We'd only come out for school. We loved pretending we were frontiersmen. We'd build shelters, traps, practice making fire with sticks, the whole nine yards. When we got to be in high school, we got this notion to pull a Stand By Me. This was based on the movie of the same name that had just come out. The idea we talked on the railroad tracks in the country, but instead of looking for a dead body, we'd find cool bridges to fish from, a camp, and camp a little ways off the tracks. 
Of course, we knew this was dangerous and we looked at the trespassing, but we were kids. We had a lot of fun. We did find beautiful rivers. We discovered bridges no one went to. We fished. We hid from trains. At night, we camped in the woods just near the tracks and made small hidden fires. Nothing bad ever happened. It was idyllic. In fact, it was so fun we did it multiple times. Never had a problem. After high school, Joe and I went our own ways. We both left home, but we always stayed in touch and tried to coordinate visits so we'd see each other occasionally. Well, one summer in the mid-90s, it worked out. We were both in town for about a week. We'd do stuff with the family in the day, and at night, we'd either catch drinks at a bar, sit outside Joe's house around the fire, and talk about the old days. One night, Joe and I got to talking about our stand-by-me trips. Well, nostalgia and beer and a hell are a hell of a mix. Soon we decided to take a day, walk the rails, camp out one night, and walk home. The day came. We started out early morning. We had my wife drop us off in our old spot where we used to start, right outside our hometown. She thought this was absolutely crazy and made sure to mention it. When she pulled away, Joe suggested that instead of walking the usual route, we take the opposite direction, just to be adventurous. We knew the land well. We had a map, so I gave a what-the-hell off and set. The day went fine, it was fun, and a little sad, but in a good way. We found a bridge and sat on the edge, smoked a joint, and moved on. We had no fishing gear, but we brought some canned food and other stuff. Before the night started to set in, we picked a spot to camp, and it was a thick forested area, trees on every side of the train tracks, so you felt like you were in a tunnel. We had brought small hammocks to sleep on, but before we set them up, we decided to do a little scouting of the perimeter. Now, this is what we used to do in the old days. We'd walk around the area a little bit and make sure some dude's house wasn't just over the hill. We were actually camping in their yard. Make sure we weren't camping in their yard, sorry. We walked maybe a hundred or so feet into the woods and built a small, and ended up on a small incline. We figured if we didn't see anything from the top of the short hill, we'd be fine. But when we got to the top, saw an old building down at the bottom, about a hundred yards into the woods. It was barely visible. We pondered over it what to do, what assumed it was a sugar shack or something, because it didn't appear to be clear road into it. From where we were, there didn't look to be anyone either. All was quiet. No movement could be seen. No lights. We decided to walk a little closer just to make sure. We came down the hill very slowly, and as we neared the building, we saw it wasn't a sugar shack at all. It was an old church. It looked like it had been abandoned for years. It was a squat sagging building whose wooden planks were almost backed from years of moss and rot. A cross still stood at the top of the place, also weathered black. None of the windows had glass and there was no doors, were no doors, just open doorways. We got close enough to see inside. There were rows of pews and a built-up section in front of the preacher's stand. We didn't go all the way in. We didn't want to. Beyond that, there was no sign of anyone else. No footprints, no paths, no roads. It was an abandoned church. We left immediately and went back up the hill to our spot we had picked to camp. Having a hill between us and the church made us feel better, but we were still a little uneasy. We chalked it up to natural creepiness. Seeing a church in the middle of the woods would be, would be illicit. Besides, at this point, it was dusk, and we decided to rig up our hammocks and go to sleep and move on at early morning. Night set in, and as we lay in our hammocks, and shot the shit, we began to hear something in the direction of the church. 
our conversation about it went a little like this. Did you hear that? What the heck is that? It sounded like people singing. And it did sound like singing. We both slid right out of our hammocks and hunkered down, straining to hear more. We listened for about a minute or two, and the singing continued, but it wasn't getting louder. Finally, we decided to creep back up the hill and see if we could spy where the sound was coming from. We could still move quietly in the woods from the old days. It was second nature to us. The moon was barely out, so it provided us enough light so you wouldn't walk right into a tree. But it wasn't. But it was near pitch black. We didn't use flashlights as we crept slowly up the hill. We didn't talk. When we got to the top, we saw light in the distance. It was coming from the church, and the singing was coming from inside. Joe and I put our heads close together and hushed a conversation that boiled down to, Can you believe this? The light looked to the candlelight from the way it flickered. And though we tried to, we tried, we couldn't make out, sorry, make out what was being sung. It sounded like a church music, but in another language. We sat and watched a while, trying to see who was in there, but we only saw occasional shadows. We had no intention of getting closer either. We had about a football field length between us, and we aimed to keep it that way. The singing continued for a bit, and then it stopped. After that, a booming male voice began to chant. I was already freaked out, but this voice thoroughly scared the crap out of me. It sounded like some Old Testament preacher you see in movies. But again, he was speaking in another language, because we couldn't understand a single word he said. Eventually, it got to where a single male voice would say something, and then a bunch of voices would answer in song. This lasted a while, and they all broke into the, into this long, sustained wail, and just kept getting louder. It got so loud, so disturbing, that I covered my ears, then stopped. At this point, I was just getting ready to say, let's get the heck out of here. Then Joe put a hand on my shoulder and hissed, they're coming out. We were far enough away, we couldn't make them out really well, but we could see well, a little line figures walk through the open doorway, all holding hands in single file. We could see some of them had flashlights, they began to sing again, and the light from the flashlights began to move towards us up the hill. We booked it back to our campsite, grabbed our crap, and ran, ran onto the tracks. Once there, we ran down the tracks in the direction we had come from. After a few minutes, we stopped and looked back. We saw lights coming down the hill. They were moving erratically, like whoever was holding them was shaking them. We continued to run in spurts and walk as fast as we could. We eventually stopped seeing the lights and came to a road. By our map, we knew a small town was about 15 minutes down it, and we walked there. I got to a 24-hour gas station and called my wife to get us. My wife and other friends just thought it was kids messing around, but I heard voices, and they sure as hell didn't sound like kids to me. Not sure whose people, who those people were, but it's definitely the creepiest thing that happened to me out in the woods. Wow. Interesting. Halloween fun fact. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was about I was about to crack a joke, but oh yeah, go you correct your joke. It's okay. I, thought- <laughs> I mean, it's not really a joke. I like see. I like these story. I like hearing stories like this because I like to try and relate to them. Because I know if I were in that situation, I would totally just be at the top of that hill when they started walking. I'm being like, oh, praise the Lord, just Hello, <laughs> just start jo- trying to join in with them, and that might cost me my life, but it would be really funny. No, so what you're gonna do us were hanging out and we saw something like that. Like a typical white guy, I like a white guy. I need to get involved. 
No, so what we <laughs> counter that is uh, all three of us would go there and we would just like chant for Cthulhu and just make them run. Or just try to plug this podcast to them. Hey guys, you ever heard of Joe Bro Radio? The greatest Start nerd pop them. culture podcast on all just, platforms? Bro, just have like a little poster and start slamming it in through their face repeatedly, you know? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, just... in uh, Celtic religions, bro, uh, the dead were supposed to visit their homes like at night. And I, that's kind of where like the, um, the, the spooky aspect kind of comes from. But that's only part of it. The other part is uh, Halloween was thought to be more favorable for time of like marriage, health, death, for luck. And it was the only day where you're allowed to help enlist the help of the devil. And that was, you know, for such matters as stated before. Whack. So that's where a lot of interesting trick or treat and stuff like that comes from. Man, that's I know crazy. Trick or Treat actually does have a, a long origin, but I don't know what it is. Uh, well, it, so it's a lot of different – It's so it's multiple different churches mixed together. It's like the Celtic Church and the Roman Church. It, it originates from Ireland. It started off as like a fire festival festival to celebrate the, the saints and everything like that. Um, and, you know, like I said before, they would – uh, writing new laws they would do different things you know they would celebrate the dead kind of thing it was like a um uh, i'm gonna butcher this but de los uh Mertos, uh for spanish cultures um or mexican culture more or less but uh you know they that day, day of the dead they celebrate their dead it was kind of like a very similar thing to that uh but each culture kind of has their own like little twist on it which kind of turned it into the halloween that is today but the big roots are from uh, uh celtic and roman churches more or less and yeah, so but there's your fun fact. Well, I guess now is a good time to start up my story, the Russian sleep experiment. <clears throat> this is going to be a bit, and like I said, I can't share all of it, but there will be a pretty good amount. All right. <clears throat> the Russian sleep experiment. Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. That's a long time. Uh, they were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them since it was toxic at high uh, concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they only had microphones and 5-inch thick glass portholes, uh, porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water at a toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. Uh... Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, um, ha- having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. Uh, okay, that's a, that's a contradiction there. I thought it was only 15. Uh, their conversations and activities uh, were monitored, and it was noted they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past, and the general tone of their conversations took a darker aspect after the fourth-day mark. After five days, five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and uh, stopped talking to each other and began alter, alternate, alternately Jesus, uh, whispering to the microphones in one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of their experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects in captivity with them. The first... Uh, 
At first, the researchers suspected this was uh, an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber repeatedly, yelling at the top of his lungs for three straight hours. He continued to attempt to scream, but, the, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. The researchers uh, postulated that, they had, that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising uh, thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it, or rather didn't react to it. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second, second of the captives started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took... Oh, never mind. I can't read that part. <laughs> that, that gets gross. Hang on. Here, let me, let me go and find the, uh, the banger of what this, this story is. Uh, where is it? Where is it? No, that's not it. I can't read that. Here, hang on a second. I can. Hey, while you while you figure that out, do you want another? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, oh, you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, the jack o' lantern <laughs> comes from the Irish legends of Stingy Jack. You know, uh, mm -hmm. Stingy Jack invited the devil to come have a drink with him, but Jack didn't want to pay for the drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin instead of buying the drink. He pocketed the coin and kept, you know, kept the coin, and you, know, you can kind of guess how that went down. <laughs> no, nice. Okay. Uh, I have the, I have the next part that I can share with this. Uh, here, let's see, what's a good, what, how about that? The second survivor had been the first of the group to, of the five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed and was unable to beg or object to surgery. He only, he, and he only reacted to shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was uh, brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested, reluctantly, that they try the surgery without anesthetic and did not react for the entire six six hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin the surgeon presiding uh, stated repeatedly that it should be medically impossible for the patient to still be alive one terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers <clears throat> When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming it must be something uh, of drastic importance, the surgeon handed him a pen and pad uh, so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting. The other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic, anesthetic as well, although they had to be injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation. The surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the attending uh, researchers with their eyes. The paralytic cleared the system in an abnormally short period of time, and they were trying to—they were soon trying to escape their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were asking—they were again asking for the stimulant gas, the thing that keeps them awake. The researchers tried asking why uh, they had injured, why they had injured themselves. Why? I can't read that part. They asked why they had injured themselves. Only one response was given: "I must remain awake." So that's why you should sleep, you know, pretty regularly, I imagine. So that way you don't become a, you know, Wendigo, basically. You're one to talk. Yep, I, I don't. Hey, bro, none of us sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I've never gone more than two days without sleep. Ah, uh, yeah, see, that's, I've, the most I've gone, I think, was 50-something hours. No, yeah, that's not good, bro. The rule of four really fits a lot of things. The rule of four? What do you mean? Like four days 
if you watched the last episode uh for twists no why would you have to bring that up again yeah so this uh yeah i i meant to like uh select certain parts of this uh so that way i didn't get all chopped yeah there's other things if you want to read this you can i mean you can find it on like the creepypasta webpage even though i don't necessarily recommend it it's it's it gets bad i skipped over a lot of stuff candy corn was originally called chicken feed wow (laughs) yeah i have one question for you gage Hmm. why did you not play the creepy music during my story um i kind of forgot you started a little quickly I, i i figured you would tell me if you wanted it yeah i mean you have another story do you want me to play one uh, sure, I can tell my next story. All right, which one do you want? Uh, just play the one, just play any of them. I don't care. Just whatever okay. fits the story, what do you think? You know what? All right, well, what's your story? What's the next it one you got? A little girl. Okay, go ahead and share. I was camping with my husband and his family in a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories. And we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area. We had heard noises from together. There was a field beyond our campsite, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked like a six feet tall, skinny, and as white as can be. We all made our way closer to investigate, but wherever it was, we started, we saw, and started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Nice. See, now anyone who watches TikTok, this is the thing that I, the, this is the first thing that popped into my head when I read that story. Anyone who watches TikTok and then has read that story was like, Skinwalker! Yeah, right? I guarantee it. Every single time. Is that a, that's a, it's a skinwalker! People don't really know what a skinwalker actually is, so anything that acts slightly bizarre, they think it's a skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch. Let's go to the New Mexico and go to the Skinwalker yeah. Ranch. You know, my, gram- my grandma has been watching that show, Skinwalker Ranch, and she told me to watch it, and I've considered it, but I've never done it yet. I have a friend who's actually, like, like he's obsessed with Skinwalker stuff, and, like, he lives over by there, and he actually, like, went by, like, that, the Skinwalker Ranch area and stuff like that. He's, like, talking about it, and I was like, ah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, fun fact for Halloween. Uh, uh, it's 2,000 years old. Just about. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find another creepy story. There's a few things on here. So, it's like some of them I don't want to share, though, because it's like a lot of the things I'm finding now are like the classic creepy pastas, and they just kind of bore me. Oh, wait, there's one here. What is this? Yeah, a, a lot of the stories I'm finding kind of sound boring. They're not really scary. But, yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't know what this is yet. I'm going to have to read over it a little bit, but this one's called The Final Bus of Route 375. Interesting. Very interesting. Let me let me go. If you guys got something to add, I'm, I gotta glance through this real quick. 
Yeah, addition, uh, one plus one, let's go. Uh, the word witch comes from Old English. Uh, I can't pronounce that because I don't know the read meaning of wise wo woman, so there's send, that. Send me the word. I'm good at pronunciations. W-I-C-C-E in Old English. Old English. Wiki. Yeah, but it's like Wiccan, Wiki. but with, with an E. Wicca, <laughs> Wiki, something like that. That's pretty, that's yeah. roughly what it would be. Yeah, bro, it means wise woman. Uh... Were the world's heaviest jack o' lantern weighed uh twenty three hundred pounds? <laughs> Dope. Yeah, bro. That's a big. That's a big pumpkin. Yeah, that's a big boy. I'm Actually, that was in twenty twenty. Whenever that was. I'm curious as to how much the pumpkin weighed before it got you know gutted. Probably, yeah, pr I would assume maybe like double that. Yeah, much heavier, dude. On average, Jesus Americans spend over a hundred dollars on Halloween. You have any idea how much pie they could have made with that, dude? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I would have enough pie for the whole year, brother. A, a year? year? That's, That's how long it would last you, bro? Uh nah, it's probably more or less a weekend. I'm fat. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> eating a pie with all nine meals I eat a day. Jesus Christ, I eat one meal a day, dude. No, I, I have. Well, that'd be great, except I'll probably yeah. die if I do that. <laughs> In I'm... Germany, it's tradition for people to hide their knives on Halloween night. Hide their knives? Yeah. Is there an explanation for that? Now I'm, I'm curious about that one. Uh, the goal is to prevent returning spirits from ge getting injured, is the reason why. What? They're dead! Like, a knife is gonna hurt a ghost. I don't know. They're Germans, okay? They make a lot of mistakes in history. Just look at the first world war. They have a track record of believing the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. I did nothing out of the blue, man. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of the, uh, the Norm MacDonald skit when he's talking about Germany. He's like, Germany, you know, in World War One, he's like, they Germany decided to go to war and chose as their enemy the world. And then he's like, they lost. He's like, and then again, Germany went to war and once more declared as their enemy the world. He's like, you know, uh, Germany, you won't get to be a country anymore on account that you keep going to war against the world. Yeah, bro. They, yeah, they, they, they just need to chill out. Uh, well, they have. People were originally carved turnips instead of pumpkins. Turnips? In the yeah, in the 19th century. Oh, sorry. I wonder, what were you... uh, I wonder if, like, nowadays, uh, if you're German, it's like an automatic acceptance into art school just to, like, prevent anything bad happening. <laughs> Everyone's an artist in Germany. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, the reason Halloween's orange and black is because uh, orange signals the uh, harvest of autumn, and then black is the symbol of the darkness that reminds everybody of, like, loss and stuff. You know what else signals the, the thing that you said that I lost already? <laughs> your mom. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say your mom. <laughs> hey, bro, quit making dead people laugh at me. <laughs> hey, they're not dead. They're cued audience sitcom laughs. Yeah, but most of the people laughing in that sitcom laugh are probably passed away, so you just have in this one, dead people true. laughing. Did you know in Friends, whenever they did laugh tracks, it wasn't a track. Like, it was actually a live audience laughing. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's a few that are laugh tracks, though. Like, iCarly, that stuff was fake. Uh, 
Well, because it was well, like no, no shit. a spoofed internet show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Friends is... I, never mind, we're not going to talk about Friends. This is a Halloween Pumpkins episode. Pumpkins are classified as a fruit, not a veg- as a vegetable. Get right well, yeah, because yeah. they seeds, and you can plant the seeds, and they'll grow. Yeah, yeah that's true. Tomatoes are also a fruit, for anyone who might not know that for some reason. Frosty's also pretty fruity. Uh, that's not true at all. He's a fruity tootie. That is not true at all. Don't listen to these <laughs> glubs. I am not fruity by any measure of the imagination. I am very quiet. I'm a hermit. I don't like human beings. Fruity. Well, I don't like some human beings. I don't like strangers. I don't like being around them, but it's not enough to like ruin my mood, usually. Anyway. The most lit jack-o'-lanterns on record is um in one at one place is thirty thousand. What's 30, the average lumen of a jack-o'-lantern? Huh? What? What's the average lumens of a jack-o'-lantern? I don't know. Average lumens? Yeah, yeah. how bright. I, I oh. don't know. <laughs> well, I imagine if you put like look it up. I don't know. That's your job. You're a the car. If you put a car battery inside of a jack o' lantern hooked up to headlights in there, you a know? massive car headlight or something, then I imagine the lumen would be pretty bright. But I'm not really an expert on how pumpkins, batteries, or light bulbs work. Okay, well, uh, thanks for the silence. Uh, trick or treating has existed since medieval times. Has it really? Yeah, it was called souling. Uh, on All Souls Days, children used to go to um, door to the door. They had candy back then. Well, I don't really think tri- candy was really a treat. They didn't really have candy. The treat was like you know something like a little cake or something. Yeah, uh, I don't really imagine. Or, I don't imagine some little medieval peasant getting a Snickers bar. God, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they had Snickers back then. You know, probably uh, you, you when you're hungry, and then maybe not. I, I mean, I mean, but who who oh, knows? Bro. I mean, they might. You ever seen Land of the Lost? Could be. Yeah, bro. Maybe. Who no. knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll never, we'll never know. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Neo, do you have any other scary stories? Uh, it's your turn, my guy. My turn. Oh, it is my turn, isn't it? By the All way, right. they just gave food away instead of like the treat was food or drink. So sometimes they just give alcohol to the kids. To kids? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They, they, food or drink. It could be like it could be water, it could be wine. Mostly back then they did wine because the most of the beers back then were only like two to three percent. So they'd probably just give away wine, make that kid have the time of his life that you know. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay. So this one is not super long and as far as i can tell there's nothing too obscene uh so the final bus route of 350 or 375 this story happened on the bleak night of november 14th 1995 in beijing china is that how you say it beijing beijing is that it yeah beijing beijing china an old man uh some also say an old woman was waiting at the bus stop at the at the midnight at the at the midnight picking up a conversation with the only other person uh at the stop who was a quiet young gentleman when the midnight bus 375 the last bus for route 375 from the Yanmang Han bus terminus 
finally came, they both boarded it. The old man took a seat near the front of the bus while the young man sat a couple of rows behind him. There was no other passenger along with them, uh, other, no pass, no other passenger along with them than the driver and a decent lady, uh, ticket collector. After a while, the bus driver spotted two shadows by the side of the road, uh, waving at the bus. The driver stopped, and when the doors opened, three people got on. There were two men who were supporting a third man between them, holding him up by his shoulders. The man in the middle uh, was looking disheveled, and his head was bowed, so nobody could see his face, and there was a dismal, calm atmosphere inside the bus. Shortly after that, the old man uh, picked up a picked up a fight with the younger man under some silly pretext of stealing his wallet. The altercation escalated, and the bus driver forced them both off the bus. When they got off the bus, uh, when they got off, the bus zoomed away. The old man was no longer angry, and he told the young man that he had saved their lives because the new uh, three passengers did not have feet and were floating. They were not living people, he said. After that, they went to the nearest police station and reported this event, but nobody believed them. But the very next day, the uh, bus company issued a statement. Uh, last night, the final bus, 375, had vanished along with the driver and the ticket lady. The police immediately chased down that old man and the young man who were assumed to be mentally ill. Uh, they tried to raise the alarm earlier and they were both interviewed on the news. On the third day, the police revealed the alleging, allegedly missing bus in a water reservoir about 100 kilometers away from its destination. Uh, Zhang Shan, uh, or so-called Fragrant Hills. Inside the bus, there were three very badly decomposed corpses. The mysteries surrounding uh, this finding included, the bus did not have enough petrol for it to keep going that far uh, after a whole day's worth of travel. The police found the petrol tank was filled with fresh blood instead of petrol. Corpses were found... Co the corpses found were too decomposed for just 48 hours. Even if it was summer, the process of decomposition would not be this quick. An autopsy confirmed that there has been no um, intentional meddling with the bodies. The police uh, went through all security camera tapes uh, set up for various uh, entrances to the uh, access to access the reservoir, but have found nothing out of the ordinary. To this day, it remains an unsolved mystery. Neat, really neat. I like that one. That is actually really interesting. I like that. That is a that is a really nice one. Now we just gotta work on your Mandarin. Hmm. So now we just gotta work on your Mandarin. <laughs> Oh, really now i and you're you you tell me about your mandarin skills you freaking savant i yeah but i can pronounce like beijing and shit oh, I can, beijing. shut up <laughs> shut up I, I mean do you want to learn like i could just show you real quick no i don't want to learn you learn how to read and then we can talk about my mandarin i can i can Isn't mandarin actually mandarin. Like, the most spoken language in the uh in the world no. I don't know. They only have a lot of people in their country. I mean, it's probably up there because, you know, one city they have like, what, a billion people? Shanghai? Shanghai. I wouldn't say it's the most spoken country in the world. No, man, the most spoken language, Mandarin. I don't, yeah, I don't think it is. 
Let's look oh, in the up. country, in their country. Is that what you're saying? No, like in general. Like oh. I think it's the most spoken language in the world. Oh. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I would yeah, honestly it's imagine it's probably going to be French, actually, English, people, or Spanish. No, it's it's uh. I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily know. I don't know about languages, so except English, I do know about that. What is this the Russian sleep experiment? Already looked at that. So English is the largest in the world, but if you count only native speakers, Mandarin is the largest. So Mandarin's second to English. That sounded about right. Mm, that one's not very interesting. By the way, candy wasn't given out to trick-or-treaters up until the 1950s. Oh, okay. Cool. So up until the 1950s, people couldn't get their Snickers bars. You know what? <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to take a derail on this. I Not a derail, but okay. a little bit of a flip. I'm going to look up some old folklore about cryptids. In 2020, Skittles was a... The favorite candy for Halloween. All right, here's a here's a good one. Candy corn is America's least favorite candy. So uh, I'm gonna it, I'm, I'm gonna dedicate this next bit that I'm about to do to my friend Katie. Right. Uh, in West Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly Mothman. seen in the Point Pleasant area from November November fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, to December fifteenth, nineteen sixty seven. So, what? Oh, no, that was a few years. Okay. The first newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16th, 1966, titled, Couple See Man-Sized Bird Creature. My friend Katie is a huge fan of Mothman. She she likes the, the Mothman lore. So, I wanted to go ahead and bring this up, because this is a pretty good way, good way to do it. Since it's Does that mean she also likes lamps? Uh, I didn't think Katie, Katie, when you listen to this episode, just tell me yes or no. If you like lamps, actually don't even, don't even tell me, don't even context. Just send me just a say, random text. Say yes yeah, or yes. no. Yeah. And we'll, we'll find out. That also goes for your boyfriend. Will love you boy. <laughs> anyway. Told you. He was some pretty. states Halloween is known as mischief night. <laughs> That's a stupid picture. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania, New Jersey. It's known as mischief night. Michigan. It's called the devil's night. Oh, nice. Halloween. The, uh, right. the night before Halloween, anyways. Not Halloween. Hey, you guys want to go to the Mothman Museum one day? Where's oh, that I'll at? Go to the Clown Motel. Uh, yeah, we also do need to go to the Clown Motel. Uh, it's in Pleasant Point, West Virginia. You guys want to go? They got, sure. they got pretty good stuff. Here, so oh, museum hour. Um, ages 11 to adults. Uh, it's $4.50, dude. Nice. Oh, dude. They got tons of merch. Woo! I went. I went to a Bigfoot one up in New York one time. There's a Manhattan. There's a Bigfoot museum. Speaking of, yeah. Well, it was like it wasn't only Bigfoot. They had other stuff like mythical things there, like kind of thing. But they a lot of it was Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking that had actual like pictures people like took and signed and stuff like that, and they had like expedition stuff, whatever. Yeah. What were you saying, Neil? Speaking of museums, uh, the Dr Pepper Museum, Canada. Oh, it's my holy land. I love that place. I love the Dr Pepper Museum. I loved everything about it. Uh, in the in the UK, uh, in nineteen sixty two, the UK banned the song "Monster Mash" because they thought it was too morbid. Nice. Uh, just a a little little side note, just because Neo mentioned the Dr Pepper Museum. For anyone who's heard of that 
or has thought about going or even talked themselves out of it because it doesn't sound that interesting, go. Like, you won't regret it. Like, <laughs> you, there's, Dude, a, there's a lot more fun to be had there than you would imagine. The soda Hershey's ones in Pennsylvania, bro. There's a, oh yeah, the Hershey Museum. I love going to those museums. The only museum I've heard about that doesn't interest me is the Walmart Museum in Fayetteville. Oh no, it's stupid. I've been. Like, I, I, that does not sound that, like, I don't know what all they would have there. Like, it's Walmart. Like, it's pretty much all about Sam Walton. Is going to that museum part of Walmart training, Gabe? I know (laughs) a part of Walmart training is learning how to hate your life. Anyways, yep. uh, the the world's largest haunted house is uh thirty five hundred uh, feet long. Mm. Like a like a Ohio. real house, it's, or is it like yeah, well, the? It's a, it's a haunt. It's the haunted cave. It's located in Lewisburg, Ohio, eighty feet underground. All right, we'll put that on the whenever yeah. we finish up season one or season two at some point of Joe Bro Radio, we will have a video series of us going to these places. <laughs> Also, Whenever Houdini one of us gets on rich. Halloween in 1926. Yeah, I know, right? Houdini died in Halloween in 1926, bro. His appendix yeah. burst and he died. Or we could all pitch into a savings account and we'll pretty much just contribute money every so often and then we will eventually start going to these places. The Clown the Motel be w- should to be... Ohio. The Clown Motel should be the first one, in my opinion, since that one... That one has roots in at least being Neo's part of the Joe Bro history. Oh, yo, this this is creepy, dude. I don't know if I want to go to this one in Ohio. Oh, God. Which one is no, it? Oh, it's the it's the cave one. What? It's like it's an it's a dude. Yeah, it's 80 feet underground. And awesome. You have to you have to run and it's a maze and there's things chasing you in the dark. And then there's rooms with like burning crosses and stuff like that in them. You, will you take the <laughs> is there will is it like people working there that chase you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope they don't get mad at me if I punch one of them in uh, the head. Evidently, there's thirty thousand bats in the cave too. Oh, what? That doesn't sound so bad. We're going. We're going because you don't want to go. That's why we're going. Oh, so Gage, I found that that store I was telling about that that creepy grocery store. Hmm. Omega Mart. Oh, the Mega. It's like the escape room thing with all the fake stuff. Yeah. That's not creepy. It, if you look at some of the things, it's it can get pretty creepy. I've looked at it. I know what it is. It doesn't seem that creepy. It's bizarre, but it doesn't freak me out in any way. I don't know. Like like some of the uh, like labels, it's like like human like parts or something like that. Like you can no. buy well, hands yeah. and stuff like that. No, we'll go there too. We'll compile a list of for the uh, Joe Bro uh, museum and attraction tour. That'll be on it too. So it's only on open on weekends. Uh, so there's two. There's the haunted cave, and you can also take a tour of the mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for adults, it's twenty five dollars a piece. That's uh, not too on bad. Uh, on Saturdays, it's an extra five dollars, but uh, that's still not. Do too they have bad. any military discounts? Probably, I don't know. It's Ohio. I doubt it, though. Yeah, Ohio's. I'm just hating on Ohio. But that's, hey, that's look, area, apart actually. apart from like three cities, Ohio is an abyss of nothingness. Ohio, bro. And then there's Cleveland, which is a different story altogether. So in 2018, it was voted the best haunted attraction. It's pretty cool in the U.S. Hmm. 
But Let's yeah, see. some of the image they have posted up on here, there it looks creepy as hell. Apparently, the Dr. Pepper oh, Museum of, has a. They're huh? They're also allowed to touch you. Oh, nice. Can I touch them? I don't think so. But um, like they're showing pictures of people going through and people grabbing like the per person's face and everything. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> the uh, thing dropping somebody, bro. Actually, they're hiring. What's they're, the place huh? called? Oh, it's a uh, uh, what is it? The the Lewisburg Haunted Cave. So, the Dr Pepper Museum apparently has like a uh, a paranormal tour you can take of it. Uh, I don't necessarily know what that means entirely because the place didn't seem to hint at anything paranormal. But I guess there's like, I think that might be fake. That bit. The, it's like, hey, people like paranormal. It's an old museum. We'll go and throw in, like, I don't know, some minimum wage worker here died or something like that. I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. let's see. Found I know they have, they used to have a um, contact uh, a haunted house in Little Rock, but I don't know if they do that anymore. I imagine they might. Little Rock's a pretty big place. Yeah, it was it was $50, I think it was. Fifty? Yeah, it was like it was a really big one though. Is oh, I don't okay. like I said I don't I don't think they do it anymore. That's crazy. We need to do escape rooms together. There's an I'm escape room opening up in Mountain Home. I was gonna say really? I'm not allowed to the ones in Eureka Springs. Yeah. What? I've already done them, and they don't allow you to come back. First really? Years, oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say you did like you did something. I was gonna be oh. like, what kind of me story are you about to channel? <laughs> Because I've been kicked out of places like that before. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, we did make fun of the guy over the, in the overhead. He was like, you know what? I'm not helping you guys anymore. I'm like, good, we don't need that kind of thing. But <laughs> Me and Neo uh, tried doing yeah. escape rooms in Branson. We completed one, and the other one we almost got. But one of those puzzles they had was so convoluted, we couldn't solve it. Dude, I was the brains of the group I had like, to be. It was we, terrible. We knew how to solve it, but it was just, it was weird. Like, you had to, like, match colors and numbers to, like, a lock, but we we tried it, but... Yeah, that's the part I had to do over in Eureka. Um, basically, the end, you had to compile, compile like, clues and stuff like that into an mm -hmm. order. And I was, it, was, it was a boys versus girls group we were nice. doing. Uh, and, uh, like... And the boys it, won, it, imaginably? Oh, yeah. Three seconds, boyo, because my big, fat wrinkles. But... <laughs> <laughs> But so there's a color coded uh, like you know thing uh, code at the end that unlocked the door to escape, and like everybody was like debating on what to do. And I was sitting there just looking at it, just pressing the colors, and like it opened. I was like, oh. <laughs> so you weren't even being testosterone soaked, no. wrinkly brain. You were just no. like, yeah, oh, shiny like, colors, <laughs> clicking them, and yeah, <laughs> like a typical dude. I, yeah, I like dude. it. I dig it. I, I I've done that in escape room. I just kind of like jiggled a lock and like changed the numbers until it opened one time. <laughs> Picks the lock. You know, I there was one time I was I only successfully did it once in an escape room. Whenever I held my ear up to the lock, and I was listening for the clicks, I and I did it. I I did the lock by listening to the clicks and whatnot. I've only been able to successfully do that that one time. I've never been able to do it for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, like Focus, I felt Focus so. Was originally called Halloween House. Oh, nice. I felt so powerful whenever I did that, but you know, 
the glory days of having, yeah. you know, youth hearing. And I still have it because I'm still young, but not, not as much as then. Right, well. Anyway, what's another, let's see, what's another, what's another, because I know that there's some cryptids that, like, exist as a joke, but uh, I know there's one in Florida that is, um, well, I don't know if I should say it on this podcast. It's kind of gross. And I imagine it was invented by people who are definitely not stoners. Uh, I'll go and share. It's called Penis Man. Uh Which is a big wiener with two small legs. I bet you it looks like a a thumb thumb off of Spy Kids, right? Yeah, pretty much. And two small arms, right? And you were seeing... The guy that, like, uh, tagging... No, well, that's a part of it. So, basically, uh, well, I think it's the same thing. But in Florida, there's a place, it's like a beach or town or whatever, where all the stoners go to, you know, smoke up and whatnot. And that's where it's been most seen, which is why I definitely, like, this was obviously seen by sober, like, clearly functioning minds, obviously, right? You know, it couldn't have just been a bunch of stoners that saw it. Uh, and there is a cult that has begun following this, uh, said penis man. Uh, and there's, hates this man's secrets. there's an article about a guy who was arrested by a 25 officer SWAT team. Uh, and I think it was 25 counts of criminal damage, uh, for spray painting the words penis man on a wall. Didn't. Wasn't that, like, not the original guy, though? Yeah, and he's not even the original one because there have been other, like, because it's been happening for a while. And that happened in Arizona, so, I mean, it traveled pretty far, apparently, I imagine. But but there's been other people that have been doing that since that guy's arrest. And you got it. No, but you got You need to understand this man who spray graffitied penis man, the words on a wall, was arrested by a team of 25 SWAT officers. And that was his only offense, mind you. He didn't murder anyone. He, he was just... The, 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 the hammer of the law was dropped on him for doing that. Very unreasonable. The punishment doesn't seem to really equate the means. It's a little crazy. But um, speaking of high, well, numbers, I want to hear that guy's you know, So do I. You know what the uh, the emo- You know what the average calories eaten on Halloween is? Oh, tell me. More, more, Neil. Give me more. 10, uh, a little less, a little less. Oh, not that much. Eight thousand. A little smidge less. A little smidge less. Seven thousand. Yeah, well, it's seven thousand calories huh. is eaten. So it, it's like, like yeah, it's seven thousand seven thousand calories average eaten on Halloween night. And like it takes like it you yeah, it's a lot to burn off, man. All <laughs> like, three of all three of us eat that in a day. Less even. <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> Well, actually, here's the thing. You guys eat 7,000 calories a day, and then you have to eat less the next day. I just eat 7,000 calories every day. 
I just don't eat 7,000 calories. I think I eat under, like under 1,000. Bull. Actually. I don't believe. Oh, well, you only eat, eat one meal. <laughs> Do you just eat? So are you the I kind of person that just I eats eat one, one big meal? Like it, it kind of, uh, it's probably like a serving and a half. A serving and a half. So you don't just eat one big meal? Oh, no, it's kind of like a See, because people that I know and I, I, actually, Neo, you're the only conundrum to this. I don't know where you fit on the spectrum of this. People either, there's three, you either just eat a bunch of small things consistently throughout the day, you have your three meals, or you have one big meal, and then there's me, who pretty much just eats a meal on the hour every hour. Uh, Neo, I don't know what where you fit into that scope. Depends on the day, what I'm doing, how busy I am. For sake is... Like, I've seen you, you kind of just do the snacking thing, but I've also seen you just, like, not eat and then eat, like, as much as I do in one sitting. Yeah. And then, like, So, you know. I usually try to eat, like, two meals a day and, like, occasionally snack. Like, not too much, though. But uh, if I can, I try to eat three meals a day. You know, what the, my, the, my favorite thing to do, even though I don't do it much, because, uh, you know, I, I work in the, in the morning and whatnot... I absolutely love breakfast. Breakfast I love, is the best meal of the day. I love breakfast food. I love breakfast places, restaurants, and diners. I love breakfast. I love Denny's. That's yeah, the that's I, the focal point of it. I absolutely love Denny's. People have said harsh things about Denny's. Those people should I've be said, burned at the stake. I've said many harsh things about Denny's because there's many harsh things to say. What do you guys feel about Waffle House? I love Waffle House. It's shit, like, but I love Waffle like, House. Uh, do you know the I, Waffle House effect? Do you guys even know the Waffle well, House Well, I know that Waffle House is the place you're most likely to go at 2 a.m. when you're suffering from depression, where you can get some gross hash browns with well, cheese, and also likely witness course. a fist fight. Dude, I so I, I was over in Fayetteville, like, probably, like, actually a year ago now, and we, uh, me and my lady went out, like, 3 a.m., and we, mm -hmm. like... <laughs> Witnessed a fight, cop came, kind of thing. That, uh, I watched, yeah, I watched somebody. I watched somebody pay with their meal in cigarettes. What? He traded cigarettes for food. For his, yes, for his, for the and meal. They, they gave and they the let him. The yeah, they gave the waitress like the the waitress cigarettes. They gave a pack of cigarettes for the meal, and she was like, "Okay, that that's." She was like, "That's more than enough." <laughs> nice, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> Denny's effect. You guys know what I'm talking about. What are you talking no. about? So Denny's never closes, right? Even yeah. in natural disaster, they have different codes. You know, they have uh, was it code yellow and code red. Mm -hmm. So yellow means that you know they're limited staff. Code red means they're closed down. So if a, a Waffle House is closed, you're essentially dead. Waffle House or Denny's? Because you said Denny's. Oh, yeah, I meant to say Waffle House. I didn't mean to say Denny's. But um, Denny, Denny's is, you know, it's Denny's. But Waffle House, anyways. Yeah, so, like, there literally you, has to you. be a tidal wave for Denny's. To, I'm not Denny's. Fuck, you got me fucked up now. All right, sorry for cussing. But uh, for Waffle House to get closed down. So, like, there's been Waffle Houses, like, videos of Waffle Houses. Like, there's a tornado, like, happening in the distance. Waffle House is just still open. You, so, like, there has to be an extreme natural disaster in order for a Waffle House to close. You Zombie better apocalypse. not be putting Waffle, Waffle, Waffle House on a higher pedestal than Denny's. I do. Waffle House what? hates humanity. 
I okay, do too, I don't. So we have something in common. I don't care that they're always open. <laughs> See, I at least have a little bit of hope for myself, and that's why I don't go to Waffle House. Plus, we don't have one here. Denny's has significantly better food. The people are always nice to me. I've never once, not once, has a Denny's employee actively tried to make my day worse. I love Denny's. Denny's, please, Denny's, please sponsor this podcast. If if any restaurant, normal restaurant, that's not Waffle House, hey, uh, tries to make your day worse, they normally get. Give fired. me a minute. Who? Servers are nice to you because they're scared of you. That's not true. They just probably think he's probably trying to hit on them or something. No, I well, <laughs> well, look. Oh, actually, no, I can't necessarily look. I don't look friendly in the mornings. <laughs> I I look like I. Like, every morning, I pretty much look like I'm hungover, and all I want to do is eat. And I don't talk to anyone when I eat. Uh, and Neo and I have eaten together many times. Once we get our food, I'm not talking. I eat my food in dead silence. And then, I, then I'll start talking when I'm done. Um, so I think maybe that's true. I don't know. Denny's employees have always been nice to me. But anyway, uh, Kelly Valade. Uh, the CEO of Denny's, I'm sorry, however you say your name, please sponsor this podcast. Email her now. Email her now? What's her email? Let me find it. Uh, have, you, have you emailed done any other emails that we told she, you? She has a Twitter. Uh, let's see. How are you going to ask for a sponsorship from Denny's when we don't even have a Denny's here? Chief Operating Officer of Chili's. What? Hang on. An American businesswoman who was formerly the exec, the sh- chief executive officer of Red Lobster. Uh, previously, she was a CEO of CEO and president of Black Box Intelligence. What is that? I don't know. A- but Spider Man and Elsa are the most popular kid costumes for Halloween. She's former president of Chili's Bar and Grill and former. This woman's crazy, dude. Give me a minute. Take your back. Sponsor us. She's the CEO of Denny's. Who's the CEO of Denny's? Yeah, it's her. Uh, oh, give me a second. <coughs> oh, yeah, anyways, right. Waffle House effect, bro. If Waffle House is closed, that means pack your shit up and leave. I don't know. That's what I was trying to say, right. by the way. I'm trying to find this woman's email. I'm going to ask her to sponsor you're actually going to send her an email. That's crazy. Uh, yes, I am. I sent an like, email we don't to... Even, we don't even have a Denny's, dude. So what? We don't have Canada. That's not where we live, and I still sent an email to him once. The, or, uh, the Prime Minister of Canada, not Canada I itself. Was, I was very concerned on what you just said. Yeah. We don't have a Canada. I was like... No, I sent an email <laughs> to the CEO of uh, Taco Bell. I put it in chat, Gage. Oh, you put in chat. I got I I got blocked by Konami Studios. Um, you know, kind of crazy things. That's like a badge of honor. Here we go. I'm gonna email her. Give me a second. Uh, What's the other email we told you to send to last episode? Um, I don't remember. I send a lot of emails, so I. <laughs> it's really hard to tell. Here, let me give me just a moment. All right, Cade, bust out some more facts. I'm busy. Uh, uh, 
most of the largest haunted houses are in Ohio. Fits. From what I see. Factory of Teller. Uh, ter teller. Terror. God damn, I can't read. Um, China has a lantern festival. Okay. Nice. Pretty nice. cool. Uh, probably seen that in a lot of Disney movies. Uh, a child born on Halloween is said to have the ability to talk to spirits. Uh, if you're born on Halloween, you're a lucky man or woman. Uh, think that that would just be a really cool birthday to have. <laughs> like my birthday's on Halloween. Like that's cool. Uh, my brother was born the day before Halloween. Oh, nice. Uh, other countries see Halloween as an American commercial influence. Uh, <laughs> uh rapid fire here. Um, uh, children are more than twice as likely to get killed in a car accident on Halloween than any other night. Why Halloween? Because everybody's walking in the streets. Ah. <laughs> uh. By the way, uh, where the Jack-o'-lanterns were lit, uh, by the way, earlier. That's in Boston. They were the 30,000 or whatever was lit. Boston, Maine, Boston, Massachusetts. Massive two shits. Did you say Boston, Maine? Yeah. Is there even a Boston in Maine? Yeah. sure i do not see one if there is one I'm not saying that you're wrong i just don't see it it might not I mean, be Maine. it might be some other uh, it's close by me it i mean maine is close to massachusetts um so i mean kind of i mean i live there it's kind of not it's not a fun place i don't i don't like maine uh no offense to anybody maine but uh that Shit. place sucks it's depressing um Uh, in New York, they have one of the biggest uh, Halloween parades. Uh, fifty, which has like fifty thousand participants, and sometimes up to two million spectators. Kind of crazy. Uh, Halloween was just filmed in about twenty days, twenty-one days, so in less than a month, the blockbuster movie. The old one or the new one? The old one. There's a Boston, Ohio. Uh, the sounds of the stabbing in the Halloween movie, the old one, was made by a knife plunged into a watermelon. Uh, and California sucks because um, an attempt to decrease robberies and crime on Halloween night and uh, some places in California banned masks without a permit. Because they suck. Uh, in in a random little uh, town in Missouri, it's illegal to ask for candy if you're over the age of 13. Or was. Yeah, there's a Boston, Alabama. There's a Boston, Arkansas, Connecticut, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. So I guess I was wrong. There's no Boston, Maine. 
<laughs> but there's like a lot of other Boston's. That's really weird, actually. <laughs> um, All right, I don't know how credible this is, but in Alabama, uh, in some places, I, I, I guess it's illegal to dress up as a priest or a nun on Halloween. Read off your I, email, Gage. Hmm? I don't know if it's really read illegal, but... I already said no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read that all out. Average bag of candy that one child will collect on Halloween contains about eleven thousand calories. Makes sense. Uh, and they'll eat it all in one night. Yeah, and die. The original creator of Milk Dudge wanted to make candies into perfect circles. When that proved impossible, he called them duds. Out of word milk and referred to the large amount of milk used to make the candy. So milk duds. My gosh. I couldn't create a correct candy. Yeah. The initial uh, franchise fee to open a Denny's is $35,000 for one restaurant. That's yeah, it? That's less than a car. That's crazy, dude. Well, I mean, it takes around $10,000 to kind of jumpstart your own restaurant anyways. Pulling a loan. Depending on the equipment. Um, Man's is going to buy a franchise Denny's. They'll, uh, you also got to buy the land to put the Denny's on because Denny's of net, income. Denny's net profit hey, margin as of June 30th. I don't know if huh? you want to go across the Walmart, bro. You're going to get, like, poof slung at you from, from like, the crackheads. Um, the least the least healthiest candy uh, is uh, candy corn. I don't care. It tastes good. Twenty. Uh, so 15 pieces of candy corn have about uh, 22 grams of sugar in them, bro. Oh. The healthiest right. is the uh, Halloween candy is Hershey's Special Dark. All right, you can pick one more fact. We're pretty much out of time. Uh, October 31st is not only Halloween, but it's National Doorbell Day. Boom. Oh, God, I love doorbells. <laughs> doorbell Day. I'm going to go ring mine repeatedly. I'm going to go ring all the doorbells. Go ring your doorbell till it breaks. <laughs> I'm going to ring everyone's doorbell that's, so that's hard. Just like, I, I don't even know if that's true. That's just funny, though. If, uh, National Doorbell Day because you're, like, trick-or-treat ringing on people's doorbells. I imagine, I imagine that's not a coincidence. <laughs> anyway, boys, do you have any concluding notes that you would like to share? Halloween is the best holiday. Halloween? Um, what do you think is the best holiday, Neil? Uh, I, for uh, no intensive purposes, love Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. I do that really just means love you Thanksgiving. Like more food. Yeah, I, like I do Halloween really parties. love Thanksgiving. Halloween. Okay, so Halloween like I don't. I can't really decide because I like because uh, you know I'm I'm a pretty moral philosophical human being i like different holidays for different reasons i don't really have a favorite one i do really like halloween because that's whenever all like a lot of the stuff i like is mainstreamed i don't like halloween because for the entire duration of october i have to listen to 16 year old white girls talk about how much they love their pumpkin spice latte even though you can actually make that at any time of the year who are you? Uh, listen, who sick? Who sixteen year olds are you around? <laughs> I'm not around any I'm, of I'm them. Mess, I'm messing with. I'm playing. But <laughs> I I very avidly ab avoid minors in general. I, I, I sure hope so. <laughs> they they irritate me, and I don't like. I, I will mean, absolutely not tolerate any chance of being accused of being a pedophile. I won't allow it. I like um Halloween so, parties and stuff like that more or less because like. So, People are parties, drinking, yeah. they're in costumes, bro. You know, let's talk, stop talking about <laughs> minors. But uh... <laughs> I like Halloween parties because I get to talk about how stupid minors are. 
Yeah, I'm just I get kidding. to make, I get the trick or treat. The kids don't get treat; they get a trick, which is probably like you know something thrown at them to get know, off my property. But you know, <laughs> I actually one thing I was gonna do for Halloween. I I don't know if I told you this, but I wanted to get like this pair of like monster gloves, right? I was going to wear these monster gloves. I was going to wear my Cthulhu mask that I have and this black cloak that I have as well, right? And yeah. um, I was going to answer the door for trick-or-treaters. And I'm going to have a bowl. It's like a little bag bags of candy in them. And I'll say, take one. But I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to open the door when someone rings the doorbell slowly, like creep it open or like crack it open so you can kind of see my face in my cloak. And just extend yeah. one arm out with the bowl and hold it out there until someone takes something and then slowly pull it back in and close the door. I'm not going to say a word to anyone. I thought about dressing up as like a priest and then putting on like a thick Irish or something accent or an English accent. Oh, you remember the throwing... IRA? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and just throwing <laughs> crosses at kids and getting something lesser form of paintball. Like for legal reasons, that's thing. a joke. Kate is not a it, member of the IRA or any other it, terrorist that, organization. That is that is true. I am not. Being like a Spetsuzante Apache, Christ Capitals, the you know, uh, you know, kind of thing like that, and just start shooting the kids. Oh, okay. water, of course. Okay. <laughs> All right, that got a little out nothing, of hand. Uh, Neo. Legal. Uh, don't cheat on your wives. Yeah, that's that's some pretty pretty sound advice. Don't commit adultery. Uh, under the eyes of uh, state and federal law or God. Or, you know, whatever figure of worship you have, if any, it doesn't matter. Um, the giant spaghetti monster in the sky? The flying spaghetti monster? I, yeah. you know, I bought uh, the book. And that I bought it and I read it. Yeah, I bought the, I bought the gospel said, of the flying said, spaghetti monster. He said the Bible. He didn't say a Bible. He said the Bible, bro. That's his yeah, the Bible of the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, the, I bought the, the Bible. I mean, I have an actual holy Bible. Uh, but I did buy the gospel of the flying spaghetti monster. And I got to tell you guys, you should read it. <laughs> I'll have to borrow it sometimes. It is, so, it is so funny. And that'll be my concluding note. Read the read the Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. I'm it's go ridiculous. Play Killing Floor too. It's that time of year, man. Play Killing right, Floor well, too. You go have fun with that. I'm gonna do something. I don't know what yet. I haven't thought about it. Anyway, uh, check out our socials, uh, Joba Radio on uh, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Feel free to check out our individual Twitch pages, Majestic Gaming for Cade, uh, Just Phoenix One Hundred One, and Frosty Butcher for myself. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Uh. See ya.